Hi, I'm Cynthia, the spontaneous F-bomb dropping Virgo who likes to sort socks. And I'm Michelle, the highly inquisitive, science-loving hypnotherapist who reads and walks a whole lot. You're You're listening listening to It's All Connected. We decided to start this podcast because we are wildly curious and we want to talk about how events are connected, like spirit, business, love, and relationships, especially if the cause isn't obvious. We're also going to be talking about self-expansion and life's true purpose, because it's our belief that there are invisible cosmic forces tying things together, often in unexpected and wonderful ways. We want to learn how people think about connections, making space for serendipity, the unknown, and magic. Nerd out with us and have fun along the way. Follow us and expand your sense of what's possible. Because it's all connected! Welcome to It's All Connected with me, Michelle Walters, and Cynthia Varkavisser. We are so excited today to be interviewing our friend and coach, Susan Tollefson. Susan is a productivity and profit accelerator. She's been doing this for over 12 years. Susan specializes in helping her clients grow their business by identifying areas of opportunity to quickly increase their revenue and profits. Susan also helps them eliminate inefficiencies that are costing them time and money. Her 20 plus years of experience with large corporations like Fireman's Fund and American Express make her uniquely qualified to help entrepreneurs increase their efficiency, free up their time, focus on their goals, and create a more profitable business. Welcome, Susan. Hello. So happy to be here today. We're excited to have you. I love that you're here because when I think of you and I think of Michelle, um, I think of the two of you very closely related in how you think about things and how you process things. And then I feel like, you know, three of these things belong together. Three of these things are kind of the same. And I kind of am the same, but there's a big difference between the two of you having the things in common and me. And the thing that I love about the two of you is that you have this great structure with plenty of breathing space for the other thing. So tell me about the other things and how how calendaring and helps with uh, profitability and productivity, but it also helps with well-being and peace of mind and stuff. I love this question. Um, so for me, the ca- the calendar is um, it's like an anchor, not not in a bad way though. It's, it's more of a stabilizing kind of um, creating um, structure and um, I guess balance um, is a good word. Um, so when I talk about the calendars, there's Um, A lot of people out there that think about it as like this structured thing that doesn't have any flexibility, you know, and very rigid. Um, And so for me, I don't think about it that way. I think about it as freedom because you can actually put your intentions on your calendar for how do you intend to spend your time. Um, You know, and it's a great, a great benchmark and a great, um, tool. So, and I, again, I think of it as freedom and not at all a rigid or structured thing that doesn't have any flexibility. Yeah. So how I use it in my day-to-day stuff, you know, I've got my, my goals and and stuff. And so things to do with my goals, 
or, um, you know, I've got time blocked off for that, that kind of stuff um, already. So I don't have to think about where my appointments might go, for example, um, where my client time might go, because that, that's already a given for my week. So I already know, you know, the times for that. And those are, you know, certain days at certain times, you know, and I, I do have flexibility in my calendar. Just kind of last minute appointments, maybe. I've got stuff, it's blocked off, but it's still like my, like it's, um, I called it free time. It's blocked off, but it's free time, if that makes sense. So, you know, it's very clear to me, you know, where, when I can like um, make appointments that are kind of like last minute or, you know, not now anticipated, which happens all the time, right? Gotcha. And then, so that's the work side of things. And then the personal side of things, you know, I've got you've got the, the free time and also, you know, the things that are your priority in your life, you know, like your health and, you know, fun time and all that stuff. So I literally don't have anything in my calendar called fun time, but it's, you know, it's, <laughs> some people can call it that. Um, but, you know, for me, it's free time and that's, that's what feels good to me, but you could use it any term you want. Um, but I also think that's extremely important. And Again, it, it goes back to what I said before about the calendar being, you know, a, a tool to, um, to give you freedom and free time is because, you know, you know, you can figure out what's important to you and then make time for it, basically. I think Michelle and I were having a conversation about writing, I think it was last week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we were talking about writing. Yeah. So for me, I know that I have to have a lot of time to be like, um, think about creative things. Um, Cause if I, if I block off like an hour on a Wednesday, a Wednesday afternoon or whatever, it's just not gonna work because I just feel pressure like the minute that I only have an hour, you know? So, so for things like that, I, I am very generous with how much time I block off. Could be like four hours or you know, half a day or something to, you know, to do writing. Because that to, that to me is a, uh, you know, something that I can't just pump out like some other people can. What kind of writing do you like to do, Susan? Is this writing for your business or is this yes. a different kind of writing? Yes. It's writing, so writing for, for my for business. business. So yes. um, materials, blog posts, what kinds of? Um, blog posts, a lot. Yeah, just writing like um, people have, they have a habit of doing journals and things like that. Um, so, so that's important for some people. So me, I don't journal so much as I do. Um, I write my ideas down a lot. So I just have like a list of things I might want to write about. Well, that's very practical. So <laughs> yes, and, and Susan is the queen of practicality. So Susan and I were talking about how I need to, I do some recording. I record for a number of different places, including an app. And Susan was like, well, you should just make a list of the things that you want to do and, uh, and, and have that list ready. And so Susan, I have a whiteboard over there and it has a list now of all the things that I'm trying to record. Oh, so, I love that. Um, yes. And, and it probably would make you guys very happy because you guys strike me as like the list making cross it off type people, like shh, I make a big marker across it as soon as I got it done. So, um, very yeah. satisfying. Yeah, very, very, very satisfying. Well, I'm going to go back to the beginning for a second, because I think, Cynthia, you you said that you view the two of us as very similar. And I I I'm not sure that I do. 
<laughs> um, I find Susan's help very helpful because I'm very unstructured <laughs> and I like to just do whatever it is I want to do. Sometimes that's not really the priority. And so Susan, maybe you could talk to us a little bit about how you work with your clients to uh, define what is the priority and to put things in the right steps and processes and all that kind of stuff to, to be that profitability accelerator? Uh, so for me, it's, it's, I set goals for myself that are actionable. And then, so that sets the priority. It's like, once you know what your goals are, then you know what's important. Um, and so this pertains to business and, and also, you know, your, your personal life. And it doesn't have to be a really structured thing for your, for your personal life. It's like everyone knows what their top three priorities are maybe in their life their health, maybe their family and whatever else might be important to them. But I, I think that that's important to identify, right? You know, women especially say, you know, my family or is, is the number one thing that's important to me, but you actually need time for yourself in order for that to, to work in the best way. So women, um, we just have a hard time sometimes setting aside time for ourselves you know, to be able to, you know, have, have the energy and the capacity to, to deal, you know, with, with other things, if you know what I mean, right? Does that, you guys ever heard that? Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Time or two. So I, yeah. my son is now 18 turning 19. Uh, so things are a little bit easier at this point, but I spent the bulk of his growing up time as a single parent and you, you, you have to be really on your toes <laughs> to um to to juggle like that. And I only have one kid. I know a lot of people have more than one. One was enough for me. Um, but it's a it's a lot to manage. It's a lot to manage. And I do think that, you know, despite all of all of our and culture's intentions to share the load more evenly, um, it 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 hasn't yet come out like that. <laughs> no, no, and it's always, you know, it's an influx kind of a thing, you know? And again, I think, you know, we all just do the best that we can. Again, Michelle and I were talking about making small changes that make a big difference. And so all I ever ask of my, my clients and all, you know, when I give advice to people, you know, I, I can tell you a ton of strategies to, you know, save time or, get more business or whatever that might be. But you take one or two little things and, and you know, I always encourage that people just work on little things at, at a time. Um, so, you know, for example, with the calendar, you know, you might try just, I think what happens a lot of times, a, a common scenario is somebody tells me, well, I write, I write this down on my calendar for a certain time and then when I get to that time, it just, I just, it just doesn't happen. You know? <laughs> right. Uh, I think that would be me. That. that would be me. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I think we had a conversation like that or two. Yeah. And so I, it happens to me too, believe it or not. Right. So I, I, you know, I always ask people to go a little deeper there. It's like, why did you put it at that time? Is, you know, is it, so for me, um, I use the example of writing again. If I put writing down in the afternoon, it's just not going to happen. I just know that because I'm mentally tired in the afternoon. So, you know, it just took a little 
digging a little deeper to figure out, you know, what a better time might be. So I ask people to think about, you know, when, when that happens, you know, is this really the best time for this? Is there another time that could work better? Or I just don't feel like doing this. That, that happens a lot. And so that, that's kind of a, a different subject. And, you know, I can give you advice on that, you know, f- for a long time, but <laughs> we don't have time for that here. You know, that's just, that's, um, that's just an example of what a little step might be. Well, I, I know I have a, an example from today of what you're talking about. So I've recently started doing hypnosis for sales which is great for people who are in a selling profession and didn't really think about it, but I scheduled today's hypnosis for sales at nine o'clock in the morning. And there's nothing wrong with nine o'clock in the morning. It's really one of my best times of the day, but it's not a time of the day where most people are used to like chilling out and relaxing. And so, um, just kind of food for thought. Um, does hypnosis for sales belong at nine o'clock in the morning or does it belong? I don't know, a little bit later in the day. So I totally hear you. There are things that fit better at certain times. Yeah. Yeah. And I actually wanted to build on that, which is this, the part that I thought, thought was so interesting when I was working with Susan is that you're using the calendar. You're losing, you're using something that's considered fixed to get to know yourself a lot better. So, you know, Susan's talking about, I know myself, I need four hours or, you know, half a day or whatever to do my writing and I need to do it in the morning. While you're talking, I'm like, I like doing my writing in the afternoon because, you know, and also open-ended so that I can, I can do all these other things. And, you know, and then Michelle, with your hypnosis for sales, you actually have to take it one step further, which is you are, you are a bubbly son of a bee um, at 9 a.m. <laughs> We have great convos at 9 a.m. Actually, at 8 a.m. We have great convos. And so you actually have to go one step further and go, what's the energy of my audience at that time as we start thinking about the calendar, which is a completely different. It's like putting the calendar and flipping it on its head yet again. So I love the spiritual aspect of it um, because you really do in a very you think it's fixed and it's really not. It's a very emotional thing when you think about your calendar or when you actually work your calendar. Yeah. When you think about your calendar, it's very logical. So, so I'm going to take a moment and remind all of our listeners that they are listening to It's All Connected with Cynthia Varkavisser and me, Michelle Walters. Today, we are interviewing productivity coach, Susan Tollefson. So please listen to It's All Connected on Apple or Spotify and make sure to hit the subscribe button. Thank you so much. Okay, let's go back. Let's talk about my favorite thing, which is the creativity, the spirituality, these certain things, and how people get to know themselves a little bit better. Do you have any stories about people having these amazing aha moments when they're actually thinking about how they have to schedule their taxes, doing their taxes? Their taxes. Oh. Well, you know, you know, so the one thing that you don't want to think about, but you need to schedule and then they have an aha moment about themselves. Well, I think the aha moments go back to the little changes that I just talked about. Um, again, they, they build up and then they, you know, they make an aha moment for people. Um, so an example might be um, somebody that I was working with um, just this past week. Um 
has not filed her taxes in a number of years and was, you know, and very ashamed about it and, you know, embarrassed by it. And it took her a whole lot um, to tell me what was happening. I'm not that I'm a tax expert, but, um, you know, I can help, help you, you know, move through things with some support. Um, and so that, you know, involves creating, you know, a safe, a safe place for people to talk and, and feel like, you know, they're, they're, um, heard and, you know, not judged and all that. So, um, her aha was that she was holding on to it for so long and it just, you know, she just, it took her maybe 10 seconds to say what was, <laughs> what it was, was, you know, I haven't filed my, my taxes in, um, I think it was six years and, and I don't know what to do. So that, that to her was a breakthrough to even be able to say it um, out loud. And so from there, it was just kind of practical, you know, here, here's the, here's what, how we're going to deal with this, you know? Um, so I think her, her first step was just to reach out to uh, a CPA that could right. help her with right. that. Right. Yeah. That, that taxes was total psychic moment, by the way. I was just yeah. joking around. Yeah. <laughs> no, okay. but I think that's a great illustration of what, what we're talking about, Susan. And I think it's a great illustration of the kind of relationships that you have with your clients. You know, this client was embarrassed and a little lost and probably hadn't told very many people that this was the state of affairs. And yet she trusted you to be a confidant and to help her make it right. So kudos to you. I think that's um quite a big praise for your empathy, compassion, action oriented, getting it all straightened out. Yeah, you know, well, it's actually an honor for me that someone, you know, that I can build that level of trust with someone. Um, that they can tell me those things. And, you know, I have absolutely no judgment about it. So um, that must come through in, in our conversations. Um, again, it does take a great deal of trust. You know, to business is personal. I think, um, who was, who is it that said that earlier? That was me. Business was is personal. You? Absolutely. Yeah, it is. Um, and so, because it bleeds in, you know, your business, even though I'm a, have people people with their businesses it bleeds into you know your personal life you know so it's 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 a big part of your life so oh yeah you know, those types of things make a big impact so you know I truly um, am honored that people trust me like that I actually wanted to ask you something um, and it's way back from the beginning of the conversation which are what's your big three and I love that question, especially how it relates to everything in your life. Do you, do you do that in the beginning with all your, with your clients? Like, Hey, let's do a rundown of what your big three are so that we can, so then we can go ahead and maybe help you figure out your schedule accordingly. Or do you get into that type of thing? Or are you the type of coach that says, just do these tasks and don't be surprised if you learn these things along the way? Which of course you don't say, but you know what I'm saying. 
well. I think it's different for everyone. Um, sometimes I have that conversation depending on where someone is in their business. Um, you know, I just started with someone, um, it was last week that we just tried to narrow down. Um, she had many um, hats in there, many balls in the air, so to, so to speak, with regard to her business and um, how she was spending her time and where she was looking for, um, you know, business. So she had maybe 10 things before we met. I had her um, give me a list of all the places that she was spending her time. So during our first um, session, we just narrowed down, you know, from 10 to like three. Um, so that, that, that was a good example of, of, you know, the top three um, areas of where she should be spending her time. Because, you know, as, as we know, there's so many different approaches and options, you know, that people can do. And a lot of times, you know, you don't know which one is the best. So sometimes you might need just a little help uh, trying to sort that out. So again, I think um, I, I do have a, a different approach with I kind of meet people where they are. As far as you know, I don't I don't ask everyone like what's your top three most important things. But I mean it might might come to that at some point, but it's it's not necessarily where I start. It's it's like what's the most pressing, what what's the biggest thing to untangle right now? I, I think is is my approach. Um trying to, you know, simplify things. Again, we we carry a lot of stuff in our head and you know it can be confusing. And actually in talking out is very helpful for a lot of people. I totally see that. Yeah. You know, I, I spent years working in corporate. I know you work for big companies too. And there's like Mm -hmm. always people around, (laughs) like, or at least when, when one went to the office, there were always people around and you kind of get into the zone of having more dialogue, having more input about things. And I think, especially for solopreneurs, the, what do I do here? Question is, huge well I do talk about goals like with everybody because goals are very measurable you can you know when you when you hit them so that's you know a sign of progress and a benchmark kind of a thing and it it also narrows people you know makes you have a narrower conversation you know about about what it is that you want to accomplish right because I think there are a lot of solopreneurs that want to accomplish big big things yes who, who, who am exciting. I thinking of? Who am I thinking of there, Cynthia? <laughs> oh, my eyes just went up and to the left. So. Yeah, what does that mean? <laughs> I think we all do, right? Yeah. Entrepreneurs, you know, so we yes. all have our special mission. Yeah. You know, you have to have some kind of vision or desire to even do this. Um, you know, go out, you know, go out on your own by yourself or, you know, start a new uh, venture with other people or whatever, but it's, it's night and day between, you know, as I've had jobs and Michelle, you just mentioned that you did too, night and day between having a job and starting a business and working for yourself. You have to be a special kind of a person um, and have a deep desire to, yes. to help um, in, yes. in your area of expertise. And I, I, I'm, that's another thing I love about entrepreneurs is that they're, really interesting and they always are passionate um so they're really fun to be around you know and when i worked in corporate i had kind of had no idea this this um these people were around there's thousands of them 
you know, so I kind of right. didn't have any, any, uh, um, any idea. Yeah. It's like the blood brain barrier, you know, like it just like, they don't go together oil and water. Like, <laughs> yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was interesting as you started talking about the entrepreneurs is I actually, I've been an entrepreneur since off and on up until 2001. And I worked for our companies. I worked for the dot-com company. That was like amazing and horrible at the same time. And that also tells you how old I am. Um, but what happened was, you know, you work corporate and you have a set, set schedule, set calendar. And then when I became um, an entrepreneur, I let my kids schedule dictate. Mm-hmm. And so once, once they were gone and they no longer needed me, I had no idea how to fill the calendar, how to fill my schedule or my day. I wouldn't even go to the calendar. I didn't even know how to fill my day because everything was so tied up in my family. Wow. So, yeah. And so I, I'm wondering, um, knowing that, right. Mm-hmm. Um, how would you handle talking to me in my calendar? Because you're talking to an entrepreneur who still doesn't know how to treat their business as a priority because that is an extension of themselves. Yeah, very true. So the question, how would you, how would you handle the calendar? Uh, for a person like that? Mm-hmm. That's a really good question. Um, Cause there are a lot of moms out there that do that, right? There are. That they, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, well, that that's that requires some transition, I would think, into um, it's a mindset thing as well. Um, it's like now, what do I do with myself? Um, so for for that, I you know I would definitely start with you know what your goals are, because that's that is the big picture. That's the big question. Mm-hmm. So from there, it's, from there you can find a find a direction to to how you want to spend your day but i but i think i would think the goals the goals question and priorities comes in big time on that kind of a situation you know and really with with any situation because we we do have a, a, a limited time you know um depending on what our situations are is so it, you know we've we've all got our, our things to deal with in our you know other lives so to speak, besides the business, but the business does take up a lot of time. So, you know, it's it's also another way to, um, you know, I I, um, recommend that people plan their day as much as they can. Um, And if you're not used to doing that, just try to track your time for a couple of days. And then you realize like where all your time goes, you know, you can, you know, spot like where, you might not, you know, watching watching TV or, or other things that that you know aren't as per, uh, perceiving perceived as productive. You know, you can start to set your schedule that way, just um, knowing what goes on and and what you intend and what actually happens is different sometimes, right? Oh, so yeah. again, it's those it's those changes in awareness are the things that make you know, the little changes we were talking about earlier. Susan, we were just talking about me, me, 
and how I was all about, you know, work and then all about my kids and then not knowing, you know, um, how to fill my days. But when we were working together, you did know that I have this big love, which is to do readings, to coach people how to work their intuition and how to enrich their lives with this added knowledge. I also know that you love being a productivity coach. You absolutely love it. And just like you said, you feel privileged and you meet a lot of interesting people. Um, we have a little bit of backstory, which is that we know that you have a challenging family, family situation. And what I'd like to know is how do you take care of yourself uh, with your work regarding your family situation? Well, to me, work isn't work. That's um, helpful. You know, it's, it's, to me, it's, it's really, you know, it's connected to my, my heart. I just, you know, love it. So it does not feel like work. Um, you know, the whole work-life balance thing, you know, is, is a thing for, for some people. Um, I guess, you know, it's not like I work all the time. Um, you know, so I, I do, um, you're talking about the top three um, priorities. So my, my health and my um, mental state um, is important to me. So I do make sure that, um, you know, I take time off to, you know, go for walks or, you know, meditation or, you know, other things that center me. Um, but work, um, again, I don't think of it as work. So it's fun, actually. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Well, that's so, you know, awesome. When I'm, when I'm coaching people, it, to me, it's really fun. I remember, you know, sitting in a conference room at um, a company, you know, that maybe at 20 or 30 employees um, a while a while ago. And um, I was sitting, I'm going, I can't believe I'm pay getting paid for this. This is so fun. You know, just um, talking about strategy and, you know, what's your business, you know, what, what are your issues? And it's just, it's an honor and it's fun. I know that sounds kind of dorky, huh? It doesn't sound dorky to me. It sounds like what my book is about. <laughs> Aligning your spirit with the work you love. Oh, I totally get it. Uh, one of the one of the reasons why people like to work is that work feels like play. And it yeah. sounds like you have a job that where that's largely true. Yeah, and I'm a, a big part of my, you know, priority as well is is continuing education and continuous learning. And so that that is also tied into my business in, in that, you know, I take classes and workshops and, you know, all that, um, all those things to trainings, certifications, those types of things um, to, you know, broaden my, my expertise, my knowledge, and, you know, ultimately help, help bigger, um, bigger audience, I guess, of, of people, you know, just um, by, by, um, you know, learning more and, oh, and continuously. So, the, and that's, that's also fun. I, you know, I haven't said this out loud to myself. So to me, it sounds kind of darky, but that's okay. I actually love it as well, because <laughs> you're talking about fun and you're talking about purpose. Yeah. And that you're, you're satisfying both things with this, with this thing that you call productivity coaching. Yeah. I think it's beautiful. It is. Yeah. It is. 
Do you have a website, Susan? What's that? Do you have a website? Yes. Inside Would you out like to tell our, our, our listeners where they can find you? Yeah. It's insideoutbiz.com. Excellent. And we'll make sure that it's written in the show notes. Thank you. Absolutely. Susan, it's been an honor and a delight speaking with you today. I think you have so much to bring to your clients in the world. Thank you for doing what you do. Thank you for having me. It was fun talking to you guys. It is, it is fun, isn't it? <laughs> well, I just want to remind everyone that you're listening to It's All Connected with Cynthia Varkavisser and Michelle Walters. And today we are interviewing Ms. Susan Tollison, um, our productivity coach. Please support It's All Connected. We ask that you follow us on your favorite podcast platform and rate and review our show. It will help us out. And it's just so much fun to listen to. All right. Thank you so much. Thanks, Susan. Hey there, it's Cynthia. want to invite you to a virtual space every first and third Friday Pacific time at noon called Chillin' Chat. It's a space where we get to talk and explore how you can use and expand your intuitive skills. Notes are below. I also have an in-person session coming up November 11th and 12th in San Francisco called Align Your Mind, Body, and Spirit for 2023. The link for more information and registration is below. Are you in sales? Would you like to improve your skills? Try Hypnosis for Sales with me, Michelle Walters, weekly from mid-October through mid-November. See the details on my Eventbrite page in the show notes below. Come, it'll be fun, and it'll be great to bump up your sales. You've been listening to It's All Connected! connected.